Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am delighted this week because I have been talking a lot by myself over the last few episodes and I have three of my good short-term mental friends on board with me today as we look at what's gone on the last 12 months, what we've seen and what we can take from it and lead us into obviously 2022. Everyone seems to be talking about it and planning for it. And kind of what we see in 2022, we've already been, you know, having a little chat behind the scenes on what we think may or may not happen. But um, that's the idea of the podcast today, and we'll kind of jam it out. I'll let each of you introduce yourselves, uh, if you won't mind, and we'll go ladies first, please. Um, If you'd like to give us a little introduction, and um, and then we can jump on the two gents, and then we can get going. So, hi, uh, my name is Maria Rockman, and I'm the CMO and founder of uh, Smiling House. We can call it now Smiling House Group. Um, so, Smiling House is uh, right now a, an OTA uh, focusing on the, um, the part of luxury in uh, the vacation rentals. Um, we have a little bit more than 4,000 properties worldwide in 35 different countries and more than 100 destinations. Me, myself, I'm a, I'm a world traveler. I'm a digital nomad, if you want to call it. I'm investigating uh, the real life of how to enjoy vacation rental in these crazy times. And very, very happy to be here together with you, Ryan, Mark, and Chris, that I missed a lot. Thank you for having me. No, welcome aboard. You actually inspired me to think more about my life design when I had you on my podcast last time. Um, I thought it would be complicated with two kids, and then you told me you were doing it with seven kids, so I haven't got an excuse. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I think we both share the same passion for traveling the world, probably staying in our short-term rentals where we can and, and kind of bouncing between nice countries and exploring the world. So, um, yeah, thank, thank, thank you for inspiring that more in me. I know Chris and I talk quite a bit about life design when we get on the phone and chat a bit and uh, – something that we should focus on. So that being said, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. So my name, Chris Morn. I'm based in the south of France in Cannes. I started in this industry back in 2000, so a long time ago, 21 years. I built a short-term rental and event management company where we managed just short of 250 properties. On the luxury end, we serve corporate clients, like Google, Twitter, Spotify, who come to Cannes to visit for the big events that we do in Cannes. So that's basically been my life down here in the south of France. More recently, I'm probably renowned for founding IPRAC, which is the International Property Rental Approval Certification, which is a platform designed to bring consumer trust and credibility to the short-term rental industry. So we're currently running around 28 countries. And that's a bit of my passion right now, just to kind of shout out to the to the whole STR industry that we need to do better and showcase it. And uh, IPRAC certainly helps to do that. So um, happy to be here alongside my good friends. Close out the year with a great podcast and get ready for Christmas. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, I mean, IPRAC will certainly touch on as we go through the episode. Um, obviously, I'm a huge ambassador of it and I know everybody else um, here today is. 
and you're doing a great job on that front. So we will come on to that Appreciate as long as Mark doesn't steal the show and talk for the next hour. No, I'll try my best. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much for having us on. Uh, my name is Mark Simpson, founded a company called Boostly five years ago, uh, soon to be best-selling author on, on Amazon with a, with a book called The Book Direct Playbook, <laughs> uh, coming out February uh, 2022. It's coming out on 2 2 uh, which is also going to be Book Direct Day, Worldwide Book Direct Day, so do look out for that. Um, yeah, my, my, my bag is all about direct bookings. How can I help hosts get the tools or tactics for training to get more direct bookings? And uh, yeah, final podcast of the year. It's been good to catch up before recording. So yeah, looking forward to digging into it. Superb. And for those that are watching, Mark did claim that I copied his dress code with his, his cap and his hoodie, but we'll, uh, we'll discuss that offline. But <laughs> thanks for joining me. Um, let's start with kind of where this year has been. I mean, we've had to depending on countries. Um, Mariah, obviously you um, you operate, you know, 4,000 units in 35 different countries. So you've probably seen it all and you were, you know, speaking before about some of the data that you've been seeing as well uh, behind the scenes. And, um, you know, in the UK, I know where, you know, the majority of my portfolio is. We've had to navigate through multiple lockdowns, changes in policies, and it's been um a tricky time for sure but it seems like the industry has thrived in 2021 that being said and everybody that you speak to seems to have had quite a positive year and has you know expanded um who who would like to kind of share their their thoughts on what the year has been for them personally or you know what you've seen in the industry that we can maybe use to to take forward for next year Go on, Mariah, you go first and then me and Okay, okay. So, uh, personally, I must say that I had a wonderful year and a uh, very, very uh, exciting year um, with the fact that um, my company developed into, into new uh, directions, uh, also from point of view of technology and, and giving the, the, the possibility for more homeowners and property managers from all around the world to join us. Uh, but also from the hospitality uh, aspect of, uh, like you said, we've been involved in the in the travel uh, plans of of many many individuals and companies uh, in different parts of the world in this challenging time. So we find ourselves uh, learning a lot about the changing regulation, not not in one market but in many many markets, um, and help people to actually. Uh, to 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 try and to within all this this unknown to to plan uh, their vacation, what we saw is that the people who could afford it had some kind of extra courage to move on and to keep on living, traveling, and and to continue their uh, lifestyle. Uh, it was a bit of surprising to see how much people been kind of fighting. Uh, for for their what they call normal, um, keep on being with their family, um, travel, see uh, new places, and, uh, and not to be stopped uh, by by this um, uh, regulation of fear. Uh, for sure, not to be sit home and wait for for the declaration is now safe to travel. Um, and, but uh, but more than anything, I would say that. 2021 
was inspiring year uh, to be part of the vacation rental industry. Uh, so many, um, you know, collaborations, so many um, uh, people in this industry helped each other and gave, at least I got a lot of new ideas as pioneer uh, uh, to, to develop my own business because I saw the pain of some of my friends and whatever needed, the way the OTAs treated us as, as, as property managers, what I can take out of it, how can I do things differently and better? Um, and, uh, and, and all of this kind of, uh, I feel made my company and, and myself as, as, as somebody working in this, in this industry, um, try to do things better. And I really hope that uh, I will succeed with it. And 2022 starting mm -hmm. strong. Uh, and uh, I, I would like to, to deliver this this uh, bit of um, you know um, a good feeling, and there's something good waiting for us. I know some of the people uh, maybe listening or watching uh, didn't have the same feeling uh, in, in in this year, but I have a feeling that 2022 will be good for us as an industry and individuals as well. Yeah, I think. Um... We've definitely all become stronger from from it. I think those, those businesses that have survived the last few years, you know, have definitely become better businesses. I think, um, Chris, you're, you're you're quite unique in the way that you operate. You're you're not a typical um, short term renter in the sort of inverted commas sense. Put you put a property on Airbnb and, and wait for the bookings to come in. So you know you you, no. you do rely quite heavily on events, and obviously there has been a lot of cancelled events even last year. Um, so mm -hmm. I guess your, your business has probably also had to pivot quite a bit and, and, you know, I think you've done things to just solidify those relationships and make sure that, you know, when it does come back, you're ready, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's what we've had to do. I mean, we, you know, when, when the first Congress back in 2020 March, which is the MIPIM, which is the big real estate festival here, it's, you know, it's like 26,000 people. We normally do about 180 rentals that week. And all of a sudden, it's just not happening. So that was like, you know, chaos, you know, panic, you know, for a little bit like everybody. But, you know, we kind of had to manage, I think more than anything, people just worried about where their money was, you know, because we hold mm -hmm. a lot of money of our clients, you know, because we're not talking like a couple of grand here. You know, some of our clients are paying over 200,000 for, you know, for, a, for a, a group event. So they were more kind of like, where's the money going to go? So we had to be working on new contracts to transfer all the money over to 2021. And then obviously we've had to do the same for 21 to 22. So, I mean, 22, we're looking at, that's looking pretty positive in terms of the events going ahead. But like you say, this was all about, and this is where the big trust factor comes in, you know, like, you know, like our, all of our clients were pretty much kind of, okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? It's like we understand we, as long as we can get the paperwork in to transfer it all over, we're okay with that. So, again, that's the trust factor, which I always talk about building. That really did help in that in that manner because, you know, holding client money and transferring it over, you know, some of our clients, you know, and I said to a lot of people, you know, even strong businesses, who, who was going to survive it? Because nobody knew what it was. I mean, I was involved in the 2008 crash, you know, that was like the height of our business and we just lost pretty much 70% of our, of our income in 2008. 
2009, but you could you could still operate. It was just a certain industry kind of that, you know, you weren't being able to get, you know, 60% of our revenue was real estate. So all of a sudden we weren't doing that, you know, we weren't doing them big, that big business, but you could operate. COVID just stopped everything. So you weren't even able to operate. And we couldn't pivot into just start doing, you know, weekends and because we're not that type of business, you know, we're not, we'd have to change the whole. So we just rode it out, you know, we concentrate on building the relationships. I concentrate on building IPRAC and providing the support in the industry. But luckily, our business was strong enough to survive them two years. And we'd built systems and we had money in the bank and everything to be able to do so. So that was, that helped us. But, you know, not every business was in that position, you know. So it's, uh, so it's been, it was certainly a tough time. And I think it's, it's, it's tough for a lot of people in different, in different areas. I think 2020 was all panic. 2021 was kind of education and, you know, like learning on the job. Everybody Mm -hmm. was on Clubhouse. Everybody was listening to, everybody was giving out their free advice on, on Zoom meetings and different things. So there was a massive opportunity to learn if you took it. And I think Mark did a fantastic job during that time because he was consistent on his, you know, on his, um, on his Boostly podcast, just giving out this, you know, like tsunami of just knowledge, which just helps people to just kind of take it in, go away with it, educate themselves, see other people struggling. So it helped, helped the industry. So I do think 2020 was all panic. 21, slow recovery, uh, education. 2022, I think people will get back to it, but it's it's a completely different landscape. And I will definitely say that what we're seeing is that the professional operators in this business, and I'll take and I, and I, with conversations I've had with you as well, Ryan. You've you know you've proven it. You're all looking at it thinking we don't want to be associated with air, like just an Airbnb business. We want to build a brand. We want to build trust. We want to build a, a solid business that doesn't rely on OTAs. And I think a lot of people have realized that's not as easy as it sounds. That's And it isn't, is it? It's not you don't just turn around one day and Mark will tell you, oh, you know what? I'm going to start doing direct bookings tomorrow. It takes time. There's strategies. There's, you know, and, and Mark knows this as well as anybody. So do you. And you start to build your brand. And I think a lot of the professional operators around the world looking at it thinking 2022 we need to differentiate ourselves from the rest of the pack so i think the next two to three years we're going to see a huge trend of people trying to short differentiate themselves from just being an operator and trying to raise their bar to become showcased as a professional operator and that's what Mm. i see the next two years that's what I see the next two years really concentrate people concentrating on that. And you and you're proving it, you're doing the same and it's, and it's working. Yeah, yeah. I think um uh, it's it's definitely something that I've focused on in the last, you know, year or so and sort of not only is it what we're doing with the brand, but it's also where's the brand going. So in terms of, you know, quite often we must kick back probably five to 10 people per month that want to bring their properties onto our management books. And we just say they don't meet the brand standards. So unless you're willing to do X, Y, and Z, then we're not going to host the properties. Um, you know, I know um, Mariah, she, uh, we're, we're linking up and we've been discussing certain units. And I've even said to her that some of my older stock probably doesn't meet your brand standards. And I totally get that. 
you know. So I didn't just want to say, "There's my uh, there's my PMS link." Just you know, put them all on there because I respect what she's built and the luxury brand. And so I, I've cherry picked the properties that I feel will fit. Mm. And you know, as we continue to grow the brand, we'll continue to get rid of the properties that don't fit and move more into that that luxury space. It's definitely something that I think I wish I'd done at the beginning. But I didn't, you know, I, we just, you, you take nobody on ever does. in the beginning, you just want cash flow and you're like, yeah, I'll take that property on that property. But those properties now are the it's ones good. that are causing the most headaches. So, you know, we're, we're either. Nobody starts off at the. Yeah. You know, you, 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 yeah, you've got to do, do it. Yeah, yeah go Nobody on. starts off at the top of the mountain. Nobody starts off at the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? It's, it, you start off at the bottom, you build, you learn. You change strategies. You look at it. You learn from your mistakes. You know, I mean, I've been in this business 21 years. We started off with some, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't put a dog in them now. <laughs> but at the same time, that's where you have to start. That's where you have to start. But slowly, you start to get to a position where you're building the brand. All of a sudden, that guy with a penthouse is knocking on your door. And you're thinking, five years ago, there's no way he'd be knocking on my door. So you're changing. You're constantly – and the thing is with brand building – and trust building is you think nobody's watching everybody's watching and this is why it's important to just continue to grow because people watch you grow and this is why it's important to do it and that's why 21 years down the line where we are we now manage you know some of the most luxurious properties in the world on, down here in the south of france but there's no way when i started them could go knock on that guy's villa door and say let me start managing your property he wouldn't have there's no way he's going to give me the keys so yeah, it's, it's all about a process. Yeah, it's yeah. about a process of being able to time and dedication, and uh, yeah. uh, and you know, getting to know also the destination. Uh, I think this is also what's going to be a big difference in the next years. How much hosts will be connected to destinations that they are, um, um, you know, acting in, uh, and there will be a mm. huge um, uh, growing. Uh, difference between real hosts that doing their real hospitality journey on spot and all the meta search big um, uh, OTAs or, or, or something like that uh, that that will be a data uh, an, an ex, uh, you know like uh, uh, instant booking and so on that's why I think also what Mark is doing is 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 amazing because he's touching the people who's really still doing hospitality mm -hmm. and not necessarily in the high end but they are committed they are they are the brand of themselves you know the way that they uh, uh, prepare your your bed or your breakfast and the way that they will explain you about the the, the next uh, the closest beach will be from the heart it will be exactly what people mm -hmm. and why people chose location rental to begin with yeah. Well, listen, Mark's going to sure. get talking in a minute, but I would just like I would just like to say what I see and what Mark's doing with his with his Boostly is he, he's an he's an industry educator, and that's what the industry needs. You know, it's somebody who's who, who knows what he's talking about and who can direct people into how to build a better a better business that hospitality is built on. Mm. And I think that's the key. He's not just selling stuff; he's actually educating the industry. That's what we need. We need more people, thought leaders, who are educating in the industry to take it in the right way you know you know the right growth not just growth sure. yeah i think um 
and and it'll be interesting to hear Mark's perspective because you know Mark doesn't host like we do, but he sees the other side of it. And um, you know, mm. I guess I, I imagine when Airbnb shut the platforms, Mark was rubbing his hands and doing a little sort of dance and saying, "This is what I've been waiting for for the last ten years." But uh, but yeah, I think Mark. I mean, enlighten us into kind of what you've seen from your side of the coin for twenty twenty one and and kind of where you, where you think maybe twenty twenty two is going to go. Well, firstly, thank you very much for the lovely words. I should come on the podcast more for an ego boost. Because <laughs> as soon as I walk out of this room, I'm going to have a three-year-old who's just going to run and scream at me. So it's nice to nice to balance it out. But um, yeah, and, and first and foremost, I think to anybody who's watching this live with us or listening or watching back on the replay, you've got such a really good like aspiration of, of where to work towards with Mariah and Chris and Ryan, who who have built a business, like like Chris said, from the ground up um, and, and is now 20 years in, 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 into the journey. And I think like where, the, where I bring this to the podcast in this interview is I represent and look after 2,000 hosts who range from one property, pro- probably up to about 100. And um, there's all over the world, lots of different niches, whether it's um, bed and breakfast, hotels, rental units, glamping units, and everything else in between. What have I seen this year? Well, first and foremost, Mariah said, I like to touch the people. I physically got to touch people this year with events coming back on, which was amazing to be able to see, uh, like hug, high five, fist bump, whatever it may be. Seeing people in in, in rooms again was fantastic in, in London and and, and, and elsewhere that's been a big personal win to see people um again after after so long and, and getting up on stage and talking and, and meeting new people which which was great what do i what what have i seen this year in 2021 chris hit the nail on the head 2020 was panic 2021 has been learning educating but i think getting ready to move forward in um start of this year we were all in clubhouse rooms and doing zooms and and whatnot and i remember back in january and february saying the two things that every host has got to get nailed on this year is dynamic pricing and um, digital guidebooks dynamic pricing has been the absolute win Um, i founded an admin a a facebook group called the hospitality community and it's been amazing this year to see so many hosts that have adapted it whether it's through wheelhouse price labs beyond uh, there's, a, there's a new one on the scene called Boy, um, and and the wins that they've had. There's been so many people have have recouped massive, massive amounts of revenue, but they lost just last year, and that's through simply implementing um, a bit of kit that people would think is normally reserved for big hotels. You know, like the Star Wars, the Marriotts is is now available to to everybody, which has been great to see people doing that and and really taking it on board and getting the wins on the back of it. Digital guidebooks. You know, it, it became more popular because of COVID and, you know, you couldn't really have laminates and things lying around. But most importantly, again, from the from the guest experience, it's been great to see. And, and again, a, a host that's got a strong, you know, digital guidebook, um, the reviews and the things that they've got on the back of it, the guest experience, even before they've walked in the door, is, is, is that five star. Um, I feel that for me personally, for Boostly, with what we do, um, the reason why we've had a 200% growth this past 18 months is because of what Ryan said, is that Airbnb, um, Booking.com, Verbo, they pretty much shut out their calendars last year and hosts on the back of it. And 
they panicked because they go, well, hang on a second. My channel that I am solely rely on, so many people in America and, and Canada who are solely reliant on just one platform, then all of a sudden closed out their calendars or, you know, uh, change the policies or whatever it might be and they panicked and they didn't just close down and, and walk away and shut up shop they go right well what am i going to do to prevent this from happening again and this is what chris was saying it's education this year they've they've utilized all the free tools that are out there because it's not just you know us that are talking now there's so many youtube channels now and, and uh, people on linkedin instagram and, and everywhere talking about um what to do and how to do it and they're taking it on board and they are now getting things like property management software. They are getting things like direct booking websites, which is obviously what we focus on mainly. But as again, with what Chris has done with, with, with IPRAC, I see so many people now sort of going, okay, so how do I build that trust? How do we get somebody to, to have that trust with us to book direct? And this is where IPRAC is, is, has been phenomenal. And I've seen Ryan utilize it in his website. And I've seen so many more hosts in my community utilize it into their business and, and the benefits that's got on the back of it. So, yeah, to, to, to sum up 2021, it's been a case of taking stock, educating and, and more or less getting ready for 2022, which obviously we're going to talk about. And I think that last year to finish off with so many people thought it was going to be a U-shaped recovery. And it's not been a U-shape. I think it's been more of a W. So it's been up and down, up and down. But we're now sort of coming to that little curve on the end of the W. And when it goes, it's just going to go because there's so many people now who used to rely solely on um, cruise ships or hotels as being their main form of traveling. So many people, because of restrictions and close downs, have had to, you know, they've been open to this world of short term rentals. And, and so many people have discovered it, loved it, sticking around. And it's just going to keep on going so I'm, I'm excited for what's going to come next i i want to add to that actually um just to continue what what mark's saying um we see it um uh, and, and for sure uh not only as a trend but something that's really happening uh with the big interest that we um we have from the side of clubs and as in, in 2020, I was thinking, I was talking to, to, to property managers working with me and they told me how, you know, Airbnb just, you know, uh, uh, dismissed, like make them cancel requests in, in, in hundreds of thousands of dollars in one day. And uh, people been panicked. Uh, and then this is exactly the moment where I thought like, hey, there must be other ways. Um, so direct booking is of course one of, 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 of the clearest ways. Book directly from, from the owner if you can. Uh, but what if you're uh, not able to find this owner in, in, in what you're looking for? Like for example, with the, with, with the luxury people, very, very, uh, it's very, very hard to find the owner of a luxury home. So we develop it more in Smiling House, but then I thought, how can I communicate the same need uh, to people out there that, do not know how to reach to somebody else, and they and they feeling like they are uh, kicked out of the game. So I uh, we developed a startup within within Smiling House that called Villa Tracker. That it's um it's a software that make it possible for for professionals like travel designers and and um, 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 travel agencies and concierge companies and movie uh, locators and stuff like that to, to try to find a place outside of the OTAs, of the normal OTAs or the big OTAs, where they can find 
this kind of homes. And by reaching out to these professionals, first of all, we gave to all the property managers and homeowners working with us another way to get bookings and the bookings there have been amazing because continuing to what the trend you, you mentioned, people were... Um, you know, people that used to go to five stars hotels say, no, I want private home for my family. People that used to go on, on, on a cruise for, uh, for, for one month say, no, I prefer to have, um, uh, a place out there in, 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 uh, you know, outside of the city in a leisure destination. I just want to be quiet. I just want to breathe good air. Uh, so with, with this in mind, we started to uh, to uh, to open ourselves to work also with clubs. So Marriott is kind of a club that that's a little bit big, but just today we announced our partnership, for example, with a club that's called Third Home. I maybe you you heard about them. They are homeowners that normally been third home. You know from the name you can understand that they have maybe more than two houses. And their, the strategy of this club was to, to swap between one third home owner to another in other parts of the world. Then COVID came and also they found out that the model is problematic. So now they wanted to open the possibility for people to rent property. So they reached out to us. And now more clubs, more um, uh, people who united themselves, like like uh, Chris said, like uh, the the, the sticking out of the pack uh, already by the fact that they that that they say we are this kind of travelers we are this is our hobby or this is what we like they also looking out or they getting together as 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 a strong uh, consuming um, uh, power to reach out to us so for you the the the, the private host uh, you know listening or watching. For all of us, I believe that there's many, many more channels that we just didn't take in account. It's not only VRBO, Booking.com, Airbnb. No, no, no. There's much more out there. And we have to open our mind. And, and I believe that because of this, we will see more initiatives. We will see new players uh, coming in uh, 2022 and, and the years to come that will bring more because our um, uh, industry, the vacation rental, is no more service. The way I see it, it's a product. And it's a product that is in very high uh, uh, demand. And we will see it coming from all directions. We have to get ready. But at the same time, we have to become more professional and to deliver what we promise. That's yeah. very important. Yeah, no for sure. Yeah. I think for, for me... Um, yeah. 2022 i think we've we've touched on a couple of the words throughout this podcast um one is technology and and obviously the other is kind of advertising and branding and i think um the demand is going to be there next year whatever country you're operating in demand is going to be there for sure um i think what we can do is um which i've been working very hard on for the last 12 to 18 months is my corporate branding and the message that we deliver so obviously we we sink in the IPRAC trust into that a lot because why not? You know, at the end of the day, we are certified, we're approved. It means we've jumped through all the hoops, we've passed all the checks. So let's shout about it, you know, and let's tell people because that will increase your conversion rates. So, you know, whether that's on the booking channels or whether that's on your direct booking websites, or even if it's just on an organic post or a, you know, right move advert or whatever it might be. So 
that for me is um, I've gone deep on that. I know Chris and I had a conversation about marketing teams about four or five months ago, and um, I've gone ahead and employed uh, what we've got now, four. I've got four staff members who now are internally in my marketing department. One of them is an SEO specialist um, because I wish I'd done that three years ago when I started um, and just got that momentum going. But I guess the next best day to start is now. Um, so I'm going like really heavy on the marketing and branding next year to try and reduce that OTA spend and get it more on the direct booking side of stuff and get it more in-house and get, I also think with direct bookings, you get longer bookings, you get better guests, you you get less damage. And there's a lot of other added benefits to finding those bookings. And as you say there, you know, it's, you can connect with these different clubs and different groups. If you just think outside the box and they will bring traffic. Yeah. And then for me, the next big thing I think, and, and, I do think if you're not prepared to invest in this over the next five years as an operator, you'll probably not have a business because technology is the way forward. A guest now mm-hmm. wants to be able to check in using their mobile phone, nothing else, mm-hmm. don't speak to anybody, get everything that they need and check out in the main. The obviously higher luxury brands and the self-service chefs in stay, all that type of stuff is a total different business model. But I think 75% of the short-term rental market that we see and deal with on a daily basis is very much your three to five day stay. And they just want ease of experience. They're coming to use your property for an experience in that location, which I think is something a lot of people miss. A lot of people think they're coming to stay in your property for your property. Well, they're not. They're just coming to use your property as a base for an experience in that location. It might be a wedding, it might be a family holiday, whatever it might be. Um, But what we have to do is provide, as you say there, the product and make sure that, for me, the technology aligns. So I've gone heavy on everything from, you know, a digital check-in all the way through to, you know, all the heating and everything being sorted. We've got monitors, we've got absolutely everything. So it's all tickety-boo. And then by the time they leave, we know they're gone. The cleaners can go in. They then got all the all the AIs linked up on the software. So there's various messages going out with different times, depending on different triggers. And it really feels like we're all over the guests, but in a good way, supporting them for what mm. they need. But really, we're not actually getting involved in it manually. And I think that's how we can do it. Because if we were doing it, I'd need probably another 20, 30 staff members, which isn't feasible. So for me, I'm, that, that's what I'm investing in next year is, is advertising, branding and technology. And I think that will set me up for the next five to 10 years. So it's, it's, it's almost a mm. long plan. I think another <clears throat> technology for everybody to check out, you're 100% right. I think now for the first time in what seemed like forever, excuse me, is we have now got the tools readily accessible to a host that's got one property, two properties, three properties that the big, big chains have had access to for years. Number one, dominant price and software tools. Number two, I think one that everybody in the world now should be definitely looking at is a company called StayFi. S-T-A-Y-F-I. Those have got the uh, mobile uh, router hubs. 
They sit in your properties, and it's just like when you go into Starbucks. It's just like when you go into um, anywhere now, and you've got to uh, to use the Wi-Fi. You've got to sign up with your email, and it's and and this is the beauty of it is that the marketing opportunities that come around that is huge because normally mm. uh, for everybody here to 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 get an email address, you only get it on the Booker, but now it's mm. everybody in their party will be will have to mm. give up the email address to to you use the wi-fi and again i've seen it um i've been um working with hosts this year setting up stayfi in america because it's it's, a, it's an american-based company but they uh, are now rolling out all around the world they've got a warehouse in in europe's coming soon so everybody's going to be able to get access to it and i've seen it behind the scenes i see how simple it is to set up i tried messing around with this software in 2012 but it wasn't ready yet. Now it is ready. And I think that is going to be be the key. I think also as well in 2000. That's powerful data. Massively. That's powerful data there. You know, data yeah. collection is mean, key. Yeah, 100%. I think the, 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 the big thing now, like, like Chris said earlier, it's about people are being re-educating themselves. I think for the first time in a very long time, people are, are not just relying on, are not going to be relying on, on one platform. If they are, it's going to be very low, those numbers. Um, we've been having conversations this week with hosts, with what we do with website. And, you know, we've been trying to figure out, I try and figure out on every single call what they're trying to achieve. And so many people now are looking at what Sandra have done and all these, all these big companies. And they're going, well, how can I create something on that on a much lower level? They're trying to create their own business, their own brand. They want to be able to have a website that, you know, that can, um, take bookings via their uplisting, their PMS, et cetera, their guestie or whatever, but also as well, how can they have a website that where they work with with other hosts and put their 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 listings and their businesses on that website so then they can then work out um, a referral rate? I think that is, is really key. So I think number two, the most important thing for everybody to be doing and every host is going to be needed to be doing is building relationships. Chris hit the nail on the head. Mariah and, and Ryan will all testify to this. If you try and go this alone, you're going to get nowhere. You need to be able to network locally. You need to be able to network in within your niche. You need to be able to build up um, a nice big list, a WhatsApp list of other hosts that fit your brand and what you do, but also as well, local businesses. For example, I mean, the number one thing I, I see somebody see people doing, and I love it, and I, and I encourage more people to do it, reach out in your local area to coffee companies, people that are making their own coffee companies and, and see if you can come up with some sort of agreement where they've got their coffee bags in your properties and you, you make it, make it a thing. Um, again, how cool would it be as a, as, as a guest to walk into a property and you've got not just your, you know, your bog standard like Nescafe or whatever it is, insert chain, but you've got a local brewed coffee company that's provided the beans and it, and it really does help on so many levels, supporting the local community. That that local coffee company will get a boost. The guests have an amazing experience. But for you as well, you'll be able to uh, work out some really cool like referrals and, and all of that. So I think relationships and technology is definitely the way to go in, in 2022. And, and I think somebody else mentioned earlier is establishing your niche. We're going to have so many people breaking out now. And it's not going to be, I'm just going to throw a load of pictures on a site and hope for the best. It's going to be now a case of really figuring out which type of guest you want in your property. And people have been scared to do this before because they've always felt if I have a niche, then I'm going to be ruling out 95% of potential guests. But Mariah said we're in such demand. I feel that 
for those hosts that can really delve so down into a niche, double down into a niche so much that no one else will fit in, then you will absolutely come out the back end of this and you'll be you'll be um, really doing well profitably for your business. I, I, I think that there's um, also some some nice um, candies waiting for us in 2022. I still I already see it and it's 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 just like you, what you said uh, Mark uh, but I want to to tell you a little bit uh, of uh, experience of what what I see uh, lately we getting more and more company knocking on our door saying we would like to be in that house that you're representing. So you were mentioning about the coffee. Uh, we, we, we now um, uh, starting to make um, a test uh, case study for a bar where you'll be able as a um, as, as, as guest to, to choose the three or four uh, bottles that you would, that you would like that will be waiting for you. On the on on the property, uh, from what we learn, people, you know, staying in a place. Sometimes they cooking. Sometimes they they asking somebody else to cook for them. But one thing that that they for sure missing that people never buying. Uh, they buying maybe two good bottles of wine, but they never able to bring the three, four, five bottles that they have at home and they would like to uh, to drink it in a vacation rental. So we connected to a startup company uh, that that allowed people to choose it because they, they uh, created some kind of a lid put on the bottle and they actually paying only for what they're drinking. So this is just a small example of all kind of initiative, all kind of products uh, that if it's Siri and if it's um, this kind of things uh, or, or 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 other things, design uh, that that will be be soon knocking in 2022 on our doors as hosts and will be offering us to get more money just by using the same property that we manage on our own with our own design so far. As, as a product, again, as a product, as a, as, as a place where other products can come to life. And uh, I think that, um, that more of a trend that we should expect to see in 2022 is the first uh, chains of vacation rentals. There will be companies uh, that will be... Look, everybody knows the industry is about 10, 11 years old. Some people, some hosts got tired. And it's true that we allow to be tired because it was very, very, very hectic decade. And this year, uh, one and a half years didn't make it easier for a lot of us. Uh, and people say, hey, not only I have to, to be busy with hospitality, I have to be busy with marketing, like Kay Ryan said, and with technology and with uh, copywriting and with so many things, but not everybody able to implement all the good advice that we're giving here. So I believe there's a trend, good or bad, I don't know to say right now. I believe that there will be companies that will say, hey, join us. We have a chain of vacation rental. Uh, we will take care of of all these things that it's a little bit more difficult for you and you'll be able to carry our name uh, when we will take care of technology, when we will take care of marketing, etc. We should be um, uh, thinking already now 
if we would like to be part of this trend or we would like to be maybe the the company that will have the uh, the title uh, on top of the of, of, of the post sign uh, next to this um, uh, coming trend but I believe it's coming what do yeah, you think I feel, interesting I feel like I feel like you're turning up my franchise business <laughs> I uh, it's interesting challenging though I, uh, that's very challenging yeah no I, that's I, not, uh, I see more and more the people are setting up but they're struggling to penetrate the market early on they're struggling to get properties because they don't have that trust they don't have that brand reputation and you know it is very much you know going back towards your reviews are super important and you know people are, are making decisions based on on brand trust which i think a lot of people do in any product so um I recently launched the franchise version of my business. So people can now get a franchise element. So they get the brand, they get the IPRAC certification, they get the Boosty website, they get a done-for-you business. And then they get to rely on the back-end support as well, as you mentioned there, because this game has been tough recently. You know, Even now, we still struggle to get cleaners. We're still getting cleaners dropping us in it because they're just – there aren't as many around anymore and we're all fighting for a much smaller pot and you know i think as you say a lot of people get tired and why do you think you that is got, um i think well two reasons in the uk one is brexit so a lot of them have, have mm. you know were you know maybe from sort of eastern european countries and have gone back home or i have heard gone to germany um but so i think that and then i think another Another case was when lockdown happened, and I think this is why a lot of the bar staff are also struggling. I mean, we went to Edinburgh uh, at the weekend and stayed in um, Tiger Lily. The service was horrendous, like horrendous, because the old school bar staff and cleaners, I think when they lost their jobs or didn't get furloughed, they went and either found a more secure job, so they'd rather probably work in Tesco's or Waitrose or somewhere like that, which is more security for them than going into a bar that potentially might get locked down again and maybe or maybe not get furloughed. Um, or they've gone and become an Amazon delivery driver like everybody else and uh, are delivering parcels and making a lot of money. And Or they've, or they've started up their, their own business, yeah, like Etsy, yeah, OnlyFans, et cetera. And, and so they've gone, okay, so instead of working 15, 16-hour days, crap wage, dealing with, like, um, members of the staff, a member of the public, I can I can work from home, I can spend more time with my family. So when the, the hospitality cleaners, whatever, came back calling, and it's like, nah, I'm all right, Tar. So it's 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 yeah. a very it's a very tricky I think a very tricky one I think very quickly before like Chris jumps in I think what Mariah and like Ryan is 100 percent spot on I think what you'll find now is that you'll have businesses like Ryan's that are plugged in systems and structures are absolutely spot on and you'll have a host now who's going hang on a second how do I, how can I keep up and you know just like back before I did all of this. In, in a world before I used to do soccer coaching, I bought into a franchise because it was it was simple because I could buy the name. I had access to all of the, the equipment. I had access to all of all of the kit, et cetera. And it made my life a lot easier. Now I think the world of hospitality is going to start to see it. I know that Ryan 
It's got a great idea and I can see other people that are doing it as well. You can buy a system that is plugged in and you can and you can load it in and it works. It works both ways. So for Ryan, it's growth without having to do all of the things and his management team doesn't have to do all of the things. They can they can do it. And then for a host who's starting out, maybe one or two properties in already or wanting to go to the next level, you can buy into the franchise. And I think that, but I think the other side of thing, what's going to happen is you're going to have so many opportunities now to buy businesses and i see this more and more not just in hospitality but in in everything you're going to find somebody that is you know um in a position where they can buy your businesses and it makes sense they can plug in what they're already doing into a business that maybe isn't struggling but you know there's a number of reasons why that host may may want to sell or entertain the idea of selling and i feel that that's going to happen as well where it's not just going to be the big guys that are buying out units you're going to get people at the medium or even the lower end of the scale who are also going to be buying out um, properties uh, and, and businesses as well because there's again it, it's the, the the systems and the, the businesses that have got the systems and the structures in place that are having their business run like clockwork and ryan will know what i'm talking about when i'm saying that is that there's going to be so many other opportunities available and i feel that those that are ready and want to have that growth will will snap up the snap it up yeah mm-hmm. No, it's interesting because I, I see a lot of these, uh, a lot of operators, you know, and like to try to go back to, you know, for the whole, for everybody who's listening. I mean, everybody's got a different, what Mark was saying, a different niche, um, different business. Diff- you know, we all have it and you've got to find which way you are. And, uh, you know, there's so many different variants to short term rentals and, and, you know, people operating in London or on the outskirts of London. It's completely different business. But you've got to not complicate the whole system and just think what is short-term rentals this is about you providing hospitality to a guest and there's certain things that you have to meet before anything else and you know so many people just don't focus on the cleaning right now this is like we've got uh 27 cleaners right when we have a congress and we don't, I mean, I, I, I'm calling them cleaners on here, but in our world down here, we don't call them cleaners. We call them service execs, right? We treat them not like they're a cleaner. This is what the industry gets wrong, right? Mm-hmm. They, they try to cut cleaning costs. You should, be ha- you should be trying to get it up and training cleaning because if you don't get your cleaning right, you've got no retention. You've got no business. You've got no referrals. And it all starts with the cleaning. If you, you can have a beautiful property listed on Airbnb or on a website with beautiful professional photos, if that guest walks in there and that under the bed's not clean or the toaster's not clean and the cutlery in the drawer's not clean or the certain things, it doesn't matter how nice that property is, the cleaning's lost you the, the referral. It's lost you the retention. So the cleaning, even though you're not going in there and checking it personally as the manager of the business, you've got to highlight the importance of cleaning. If you don't, you're building on, you're building on sand. So I would like to make sure people understand that, okay, because there's a lot to take on board here when, you, when you're listening to people who've built businesses over 10 years, 15, 20 years. It's like, God, where do you start? You know, I don't know, I don't know where I am or where I'm going to start. But you've got to start with basics and make sure that you stay, keep hospitality in the, in, 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 at the forefront. And cleaning is just something I see people just not getting right. So if there's one thing you can take away from me today, 
concentrate on your cleaning because that will help your business grow and your retention. It's what it's what we've done. We've had we've had like our clients like Google and Twitter and all these big companies, high execs. They come in. If that property is not clean, they're going to go back to their travel manager who works within their business and go, don't want to use that company anymore. And my apartment was, it was nice, but it was horrendous. I think there's something that I think, I think something that everybody should be trying to strive towards. And this is something that we did in in our family business, which is obviously hospitality. And now with Boostly, which is helping hospitality is under promise and over deliver. I feel that you want to be on, you want to be on that level than on the other level, on the other side, where you're over-promising and under-delivering, i.e. you have amazing pictures, but when somebody rocks up, um, it's a shithole, you know? So you really, you, you, you know, you, you never want to polish a turd, you know, and I'm getting very Yorkshire with my sayings now, but um, you, you want to make sure that you are, you know, under-promising, over-delivering, and, and, it, and sometimes it can simply be um, uh, something like personalization. So, for example, somebody books... Um, member of your staff or you pick up the phone, have a little conversation. You find out one little thing about him. I'm going to use another little little cliche that's in my book and there's something that I focus on in the book. There's a story behind every booking. So you can find out one little thing and whatever that little thing may be, whether they're coming uh, to you for work or whatever, it could be a traveling nurse. If you can do something, the housekeeping team can leave something behind that's, that's around that, whatever that may be, something that's in the property you're waiting for them. Don't tell them it's going to happen. Under promise, over deliver. And again, couple that with fantastic cleaning. I love what you've just said there that you don't call them cleaners. You you know it's execs. You know mm. you, you you know you're, mm. you're, you're treating them. Like you're making them feel like part, yeah. part of the team. I, I love that. So yeah, I, yeah. I feel like there's, there's so many different ways you can do it, but you focus on the first thing that that we are in. We're in the hospitality industry. So many people come into this and go, I'm I'm in property and I'm doing I'm doing Airbnb on the side. Nah, you're in hospitality first and mm. foremost. As soon as you get uh, somebody stay in your property, you are in in hospitality and and i think always have that at the back of your mind always have that in your core values and your business values and and and, and again it's um, a way to go yeah Superb. couldn't agree more yeah. Mark. i think we'll wrap up on that what a great episode um thank you very very much um just quickly we'll just quickly go around mark if anyone wants to get hold of you where can they find you best thing to do go buy my book boostly.co.uk forward slash book it's released on the 2nd of february 2022 you can join the waiting list now b-o-o-s-t-l-y.co.uk forward slash book uh so yeah thank you superb mariah so you can find me on uh, linkedin on facebook and on uh, smilinghouse.ch superb and chris you find me in Courchevel. i'll be i'll be the one halfway down the mountain no uh, you you can find you can you can find me on um the best way is just to go onto the iprat website um, and you can find me through there on linkedin is where i am i don't do any of the other platforms but i'm pretty pretty i'm pretty busy on linkedin yeah hey i know another place where we can find you chris and all of us in the SDR professionals in, in SDR professionals in, uh, <laughs> in yes. Clubhouse. Ryan's, 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 Ryan's coming in in January. Sign me up. I'll be there. <laughs> Listen, absolute pleasure. I know everyone's yeah. got um, busy lives and probably kids and stuff to deal with. Um, seven, seven. Really, yeah, I know. And I don't know how you do that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But thank you very much. I'm sure I'll speak to you all before the new year. But um, 
we'll be back next week with another podcast episode. And uh, I'm sure everybody, if you will join me by leaving plenty of comments um, for everybody on the show today. It's been a superb show, and I'm sure you've got plenty of value from it. So thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Take care. See you soon. Bye.